we have seen restaurants here saying, oh, this is my plant-based dish, and it's a bed of lettuce with a chicken. Why are these companies producing a product that mimics an animal look? Sometimes they mm-hmm. even say, this burger bleeds. bleeds yeah. like a burger, Why would yeah. you do that if you really care about the animal? Mm-hmm. For us, the haters are great because the haters start the conversation. They evolve the conversation. And they something. ask the questions as well. Yeah. Joanna and Max, founders of Root the Future, Thailand's largest plant-based and sustainable community. They're on a mission to raise awareness about sustainability and plant-based foods through various community-building activities and charity runs, shining light on environmental issues and providing a platform for many sustainable living establishments to make an impact in Thailand. Please help me in welcoming the founders of Root the Future, Joanna and Max. So guys, let's just get straight right into it. Root the Future, it's a pretty catchy name. Where did it come from? <laughs> Actually, it took us a while to get to that name. We had a couple of names before, and um, I think our previous name was uh, This Planet B, and we were like, oh, that's a bit weird, not super catchy. And then, actually, we did like logos and everything for a previous name, and then we thought Root the Future, and then we were thinking, oh, it has kind of like connotations about like putting down roots and the future and rooting for the future, and it just kind of like fit. Like after after all those previous ones, we although tried. although most people do still call us root for the future, yeah, which ah. is fine. Which, you know, it's fine. Grammatically <laughs> correct. Yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> right. Um, but if you're from Australia or um, <laughs> even Americans, or is it just Australia? I think it's just Australia. It has a bit of a different meaning. Root has different connotations. <laughs> oh no! Do you mind so, telling? Because I have no idea what that is. Uh, it's a little rude. But it's fine. So if you're rooting for the future, uh-huh. if you're if you're rooting, you're sleeping with somebody. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so we're sleeping it's for the future. Of, oh, well, healthy. It's healthy. Yeah, it's healthy. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Interesting. And um, I think a lot of our viewers and myself mm-hmm. included, I'm curious. Vegan and plant-based, you know, I don't know the difference. Can you tell me a bit more about it's that? It's pretty much the same thing in terms of like if you've got a food that's labeled plant-based, it should be vegan, it shouldn't contain any animal products. But I think that I feel like vegan food has had a bit of a rebrand over the last 10 years because had a bit of a bad reputation, especially in like um, the UK and America, a bit of a bad reputation for being like crazy hippies, like running around talking about, screaming about like animal cruelty and stuff. yoga. Um, And I think that since (laughs) it's come into the environmental um, kind of reasons for people eating plant-based, it's had a change of a name. But I think that's confused a lot of people um, and many brands use it as vegetarian, um, kind of adding cheese and milk. Um, but actually, the actual definition of plant-based food should be the same as vegan food. Okay. Yeah, all, I think all plant-based food is essentially void of animal products. So yeah. it's the same as vegan. But I think the, the the confusion lies between plant-based food and a plant-based diet. Which is where it gets really confusing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm a little confused now, yeah. So yeah. plant-based food is vegan food because it's purely made from plants. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're eating a plant-based diet then you can incorporate other... A plant-based diet is, is mostly based on plant-based food. But this is really confusing. We actually did an article about this a couple of years ago and we spoke to like Oatly and Beyond Me and we spoke to some plant-based doctors and said, like, what is the actual definition of plant-based? And what we found out is that plant-based food is actually 100% made from plants, shouldn't contain any animal products, but a plant-based diet may be like somebody says, I'm on a plant-based diet, they might have like... If they can't get anything else, they might have some dairy or some eggs or something like that. Yeah. Whereas a vegan diet 
is like super strict, like no animal products. Um, and also they kind of follow the vegan lifestyle as well, which means wearing no leather, not wearing any wool, um, not having like any honey or anything in like uh, beauty products, that kind of stuff. So it's like, a <laughs> actually we're doing a video soon to kind of like clarify because it's a super confusing like gray area. It needs area. to be very simple and succinct. Yeah. Right. But I think the thing that we try and focus on is that if something is labeled as plant-based, it should not contain any animal products because um, yeah, it, it should just be completely based on plants. And it's kind of dangerous for allergies and stuff if it contains milk or eggs or fish. We have seen restaurants here saying, oh, this is my plant-based dish. <laughs> and it's a bed of lettuce with a chicken. What's the, you know, what? the base of, <laughs> yeah. the base okay, look, of There is plant. a plant in yeah. there. <laughs> There's a chicken breast and based it's, on plants. It's based on it. <laughs> oh, oh, very smart. Yeah. <laughs> very cheeky. Yeah. But from what I'm getting from you, and mm. you can correct me if this is uh, not correct, but yeah. vegan, I find most people who claim to be vegans, they're more, uh, they do it for ethical reasons, whereas plant-based people yeah. are more environmental is that what i'm getting yeah You're that right, tends yeah. to be the that tends to be how how it is for sure i mean like uh, yeah, like i said like vegans don't wear leather or anything like that as well so i think there's definitely um vegans tend to be more based on you know um animal welfare yeah definitely mm -hmm. yeah, for sure and sure. plant-based is definitely based on more environmental mm. right yeah so i'm super curious how long have you guys been plant-based so actually, I'm I'm vegan <laughs> and also plant-based. <laughs> can be both. <laughs> also confusing. Um, for me, eleven years, um, eleven and a half years now, and Max yeah, nine, almost, ten, almost ten years, yeah. I think. Okay. It was actually really difficult for me, first of all, because I was one hundred percent addicted to cheese, <laughs> which I think most people are. Yes. I think most. If you were to say like the one thing that stops you from like eating more plants is dairy is mm -hmm. cheese because it's literally addictive so i went through i think this was bear in mind this was like nine years ago the plant-based cheese is not what it is oh, today the cheese we ten went through years a lot ago. of really bad <laughs> vegan oh, cheeses no. <laughs> 10 years ago it's like cardboard it was just yeah. cardboard like yes. like tasteless blocks but right. now it's amazing yeah. mm. uh, but I, went, I probably went through like 10 yeah 20 we went through a lot to yeah. try and find one eventually that i thought i could use as a as a as a swap mm -hmm. uh, I, to be honest Ten years ago, I still I didn't find it. Mm -hmm. But Joe is amazing in the kitchen, so she's like won <laughs> me over through that. my stomach. I think. Yeah, so. I feel like the best way to introduce people to to plant based food is just to like take them out to dinner somewhere delicious or cook them some really delicious food. I don't yeah. think that necessarily it all has to be about the like oh you know like we need to learn about this this and this. I mean, can slowly introduce people to more plant based foods and be like show it's not, how delicious it it's is. It's not just salad and like um, carrots and <laughs> like you can eat whatever you want just made plant-based so I yeah. think that's that's kind of what we try to promote um, you know it, it doesn't have to be a difficult switch and you can go as slow or as fast as you want just try and incorporate more plant-based foods into your diet yeah, yeah right. I, th I think making it fun and accessible and just mm. enjoyable is is the only thing that we need to do mm. right. because that's the that's the pain point it's the fact that oh, people do still think that it's carrots and salads yeah if we can show that it's cookies and cakes mm -hmm. and pizzas and burgers and Chicken wings, there I say it. <laughs> chicken with a quotation. Yeah. Chicken. Yes. Chicken. Uh, yeah, well then that's our job done. Yeah, yeah. It, that is true though. Like I have been to a lot of vegan places in Bangkok. Mm -hmm. I don't mind plugging them in. Vistro is yeah. great. So um, good. Bear Food Bangkok. Oh is my God, that awesome. cheese. Oh, their cheese is that to die for. Cheese. I go there. I'm not vegan. Don't be offended, but I, I go there specifically. You're not what? <laughs> <laughs> but I go there specifically for their truffle 
uh, cashew nut cheese. Oh, yeah. So it's to die for. Anyways, do sponsor us if you're watching this. Yeah. <laughs> they actually won, Vistro won the uh, the best plant-based restaurant in, in Bangkok, Bangkok for our plant-based food in awards Thailand. two years in a row. Yep. Um, and I think their food won best plant-based cheese last, last year. year. Yeah. yeah. Well, now that you're talking about that, yeah. can you kind of elaborate or give us more details on how that award cer- ceremony came about? Sure. Yeah. Actually, maybe I'll start by saying like, Root the Future started, it, We was, when we first started, we were like, oh, this is a great time. This was 2020 when COVID was happening. We great like, this time. Is, yeah, yeah. This, yeah. Is a, this is a great time to like Straight catch people. Straight in, in the middle of the pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but it was a good time to catch people kind of on their phones. Everyone was at home, like either on their laptops or on their phones or on their TVs. This is a really good time to like make some great fun content and kind of spread the word a little bit. So that's how we started. We were like, the plan was just to do a bit of content um, and build a community, but we slowly... kind of fell into doing campaigns and events we did a small market and we were like oh my god there's so many people here and we'd only been running for two months and then Max came up with the idea to do the plant-based food awards which we did a couple of months after that Um, and it was just kind of a we, we just thought it would be a great way to kind of put the spotlight on plant-based food and the people who are already doing great plant-based food in Thailand. And also we wanted to show people who maybe aren't doing any plant-based food that there's a market, you know, that people are actually interested and maybe kind of want to get them, give them a bit of FOMO, like they want to get involved. Maybe they can introduce some like plant-based food to their menus. Um, Yeah, and everyone like, on the first year, I think we had like 20,000 votes, which we were so stoked about because we were only running for like six months by this point. Um, and everyone was really excited to vote for their favorite restaurant and get involved. Um, yeah, and then you, we, we did, uh, I think there was uh, 25 awards or something altogether. We did yeah. Bangkok, Chiang Mai and Phuket. So that's best cheese, best milk. Best plant-based burger, all the be- all the fun things, oh, you know, like yeah, best plant-based cheese. Yeah. It's, it's, it's great really for people who are already plant-based and they want to know where to go mm-hmm. or if... Um, even if they have family members that aren't plant-based as well and they want to go to a restaurant that m- might have options, I think that's also a really good one. Like yeah. best, plant, best restaurant that has plant-based options mm-hmm. is great. But like, like Joe said, all these campaigns that we do, we basically just want to we want to get hype we want to build hype we basically want to just go <gasps> come on come yeah. to like shake and all be like look how exciting this is because plant-based food is exciting mm-hmm. and if we can get people to be like oh okay then i can vote for this i can vote for that um and then we can show how big this audience is or show how show other restaurants how big the plant-based community is and then they can start implementing dishes. Show that there's a demand. Yeah. And also for the first year as well, we kind of wanted to include the, the vegetarian festival, the J Festival, because I, I know a lot of people who um, who kind of participate in the vegetarian festival and every year they're like, oh, I don't want to eat mushrooms for a week again. Like, I'm so bored of this. So we wanted, we released the full like award winners list um, for everybody who, like, I think it was for the first day of the Vegetarian Festival, so they could kind of use it as a guide mm-hmm. to, like, go around. It was a tear-out guide in Bangkok Yeah, Post. it was a tear-out guide, so we wanted people to use it as a guide. Like, if they were participating in the J Festival, they're like, oh, there's actually, like, burgers and, like, cheese and, like, milk and stuff that we can try. It doesn't have to just be, like, deep-fried mushrooms, although saying that I love deep-fried mushrooms. And a lot of it is still J. Yeah. Like, it doesn't just There's always J options, yeah. It's... it's for for us, a lot of the time, the audience or the uh, the consumers of J food um, are, can be slightly older. But mm-hmm. so the new generation that who who have seen that sort of heritage side of J food see plant based food as a, an evolution, mm-hmm. like the next step, like much more delicious food, like much more variety. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. I think that's yeah. Everything we do, we just want to try and increase that accessibility. Mm-hmm. Right. 
Now, we were talking about the food ceremony. Mm -hmm. I know that you also uh, hold charity runs. Can you tell us more about the Run for Future Plant Based mm -hmm. Pledge for the Planet? Event? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, we kind of accidentally did this for the first time last year in 2021. You just started running. <laughs> just Not quite stop. like Forrest Gump style, but um, no, we accidentally did it in 2021. It was kind of. Uh, middle of july i think and all the restaurants had just closed down like i know it was like the second batch of like restaurants closing and we knew a lot of restaurant owners who were like really struggling like they they're like oh my god this is a second closure we don't know how we're going to make it through this one um and we, we just really didn't want to see all these sustainable uh, kind of food restaurants and cafes closing down because of the pandemic so we were like how can we how can we do something how can we like help them stay afloat obviously we can't buy enough food to like keep them all afloat um so we kind of thought maybe um we can do a, a, a marathon run and obviously during 2021 we couldn't do a group of people so i was like i'll do it i'll do i'll run the marathon and maybe we can ask people not to donate but to buy vouchers for the restaurants that they can use later so these restaurants have upfront money now that they can help to keep them afloat that people can use um to redeem for food later so then when so that's how we did when it. they can open back up yeah. again People can come in, either redeem the, their vouchers, mm -hmm. uh, and then they also open again. So the, and there were some amazing people who were like, "This is such a good idea." And some people bought like twenty thousand bahts worth of vouchers, and it was just so nice to see the community like getting involved. We raised um, about two hundred. No, we raised four hundred fifty thousand last year. Wow, yeah. that's yeah. that's quite um, a bit. And then, and I, <laughs> it was a bit stupid because I only had two weeks to train, but <laughs> it was. For a, for I, I made it, so it was fine. Forty-two point two kilometers that normally is, is a feat. Well, the the for original. Joe running 42.2 kilometers in Bangkok heat wearing a mask <laughs> right. on the roads because the parks were closed they closed like a week before the marathon I was like no that's a challenge I actually followed you when you were doing oh, really? your I was I was I'm oh, like you saw the GPS oh, yes oh that's so cool but I didn't see you though where yes, were so you Max running was, <laughs> Max wasn't running I had to, I, you're you know, like you came up with the idea I'm like okay this is a good idea yeah. now you every, can execute it I was it. there every four or five to kilometers honest, yeah. re, re, right. refueling I don't right. think I would have been able to do it because like, yeah 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 let's, was, you no, can no, use really. that as a sound clip. she wouldn't be able to do yeah, it. Yeah, I wouldn't have been able to do it. But it was on the roads; like there was no other way for me to get fuel and water and stuff. So honestly, wouldn't have been able to do it without having Max like driving every five kilometers to help me. I would have um, loved to have run for it too. But we did it. We did it again this year um, because last year everyone was saying, "Can we run with you? Can we? We really want to get involved." So this year we said, "Let's do it." We don't need to raise money for restaurants again because everything's up and running. But we wanted to get. Um, people involved some somehow so we asked people to pledge to eat plant-based for 10 days or 20 days 30 days 40 days 50 days um, and this year we were like how can we make it even more crazy like let's make it more crazy so I did a 50 kilometer run this year <laughs> which I right. kind of regret my legs still hurt but <laughs> um, but yeah and lots of people either um, pledged to eat plant-based or they came to join the run and then they asked their friends to pledge to eat plant-based so it was a great way to kind of like reduce the impact on the planet just a little bit and raise we also raise awareness about plant-based food as a whole. We had the marathon, the recycled marathon jerseys, and they just kind of had a message about plant-based food on the back. So it's kind of like passive activism. I think that's what what Root the Future is all about. It's like passive, passive activism, mm, you know, I like, like do, doing something without actually causing any sort of aggression. Yeah, think, like yeah. completely passive that you mm -hmm. can. For example, actually, the uh, if you go online to our website, uh, you can see uh, on the pledge page the impact that uh, that you can make personally if you turn or if you pledge to eat plant-based for 
10, 20, 30, 40 mm-hmm. or 50 days. So we've got the total amount, that's the amount of water that we save, the amount of carbon emissions that, I say we, that everybody, not us, um, the amount of... Um, sorry, the amount of carbon emissions that people save from being released into the atmosphere, the amount of water, the amount of land and the amount of animals as well. So, Leah, that was so cool to see everyone kind of like rallying around that. And also we had we had more people than we expected joining us. We were like, I'm sure it's just going to be a couple of people. No one's going to want to run. But actually we had loads of people we joining us. It was great. running around. Yeah. Lot, yeah. And also we had people overseas joining virtually and people in like Phuket and Chiang Mai uh, joining virtually. So that was really cool. Yeah. But I think it was... 2000 about 2600 days mm. that were pledged mm-hmm. collectively for people to eat plant-based food mm. so in total i think that's something like 300 one-way trips from bangkok to chiang mai <laughs> mm. in terms um, of emissions in terms of like carbon emissions or something like a hundred thousand showers uh, i can't remember the oh, stats wow. off the top yeah. of my head <laughs> but like those they're all on the website to see right. but it's just it's shocking uh, mm-hmm. it's honestly shocking mm-hmm. and then the last statistic that i think is really interesting is the amount of animals that were saved mm. but compared to the amount of animals that are in like an average sized factory farm mm-hmm. and it's um i think there were seven or eight hundred animals saved and naught, that would be 0.8% of the animals in a factory farm, mm, which yeah. is shocking, really. So yeah. imagine if that was 100% and the statistics of the carbon and the water. Just from one farm, yeah. Just from one, one farm. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I, I'm wondering, though, the people who signed to pledge with you guys, mm-hmm. are they typically people who are already plant-based eaters or are no. there new joiners? Yeah, I think yeah. that is because mo- I think a lot of our followers just kind of follow us for like if they don't really know where to eat plant-based so they're just kind of following us to see what plant-based food is available obviously a lot of vegans follow us as well but the people who pledged were not vegan and they nice. were kind of like you they can wanted tell to try because there were days. just dozens dozens of 10 days yeah 10 days <laughs> <laughs> that's enough they were like, yeah, yeah, they were like I, think I think i can just about manage that the vegans obviously would be like oh 50 days sure no problem but yeah there were a lot of 10 days <laughs> um so the next question is also i know that you guys are both from england and you guys are starting root the future in thailand now out of all the countries in the world why did you choose thailand specifically to do this well actually i mean i was born in england brought up in australia and i was visiting england and i met max there and then we actually lived in dubai for a while and we came to thailand um on our honeymoon on our honeymoon and we were like oh my god there's nature here and everyone's really nice and there's plant-based food everywhere um and then we moved here like two months later we went back to dubai got our cat and we moved here like two months later um and for a while i was working um as a model and max was still working in dubai um, Um, And then we just kind of realized that the community here, there's such a big plant-based community. um, And I also feel like there's a bit of a gap for education around plant-based food. I think, to be honest, there's there's a bit of a gap everywhere in the world. But um, we felt like this was a good place to start kind of raising awareness about the impact that our food can make. I feel like it's such a difficult thing to like connect. Like when you just think about like food and the environment, they feel so disconnected. So... um, yeah, it, that, that was kind of a gap where we thought we could kind of like raise a bit of awareness. We started sharing our own sort of journey on the page, sort of, you know, like this is where we're going to eat this food or this is where we can refill this, that and the mm-hmm. other to prevent plastic. Um, and then our sort of following grew and we thought, well, if we c- if people are enjoying what we're doing and what we're sharing, then maybe we can just start doing events and mm-hmm. we can just start just building excitement building this community because there's something needs to happen mm-hmm. something needs to change right and after covid we can't just go back to how it was it has to be a new normal 
Mm. Newton. The phrase. Yeah. Yes. But yeah, so I feel like we didn't really choose Thailand. We were kind of here because we love Thailand. Um, Thailand chose you. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, like I like it. I'll start with it. <laughs> yeah, let's use that. <laughs> um, yeah, so we just feel like, you know, wherever we are, I feel like it's our, respo our responsibility uh, to kind of, you know, raise awareness and, and I feel like everyone should be doing everything that they can doesn't matter the knowledge they have whether that's about reducing plastic or you know anything to do with the environment I feel like we all need to get together and um, do everything that we can to kind of I mean save the planet essentially <laughs> Thailand Thailand's actually great because obviously J food is everywhere fruit and vegetable vegetables are abundant so for us to um, for us to start talking about like vegan or plant-based food there's no sort of uh, there's, there's no stigma behind there's no stigma it. behind yeah. the wording because mm -hmm. people are already very accepting of plant-based food because mm -hmm. it's culturally accepted mm -hmm. so for us to start talking about veganism or plant-based food here people are like oh that sounds interesting mm -hmm. also it might be the easiest place in the world to eat vegan yes Possibly. I, I, I would think agree of yeah. like any yeah. for thai food anyway i can't think of anywhere we've been and we've said do you mind making this without fish sauce and just adding the vegetables and i'm pretty sure every single time everyone's been like super happy to do that yeah we've got tofu like hey, everyone's got tofu. Than you think. Tofu, yeah. tofu here is just the best tofu i've yeah. had in the world yeah. go to england and try tofu and oh, no. it's not oh, the no. same no. thing no, <laughs> you think tofu and you think ah oh, silken tofu it's sort of like wobbly and <laughs> it falls apart in indian curries right that's the standard in, uh, english view of tofu <laughs> But here, you know, like a nice firm tofu that right. soaks up the flavor. If you don't mind, since we're talking about food, yeah. now a lot of people also say, you know, plant-based food, especially restaurants, mm -hmm. they're so expensive. And the vegan or the plant-based lifestyle, I know that a lot of people are into environment, so they mm -hmm. buy tote bags, they don't use plastic bags, which are great, great uh, initiatives. But they say, isn't that the lifestyle for the rich? How would you address that? I think that there's definitely a bit of a misconception. I think that's probably um, not helped by the fact that a lot of plant-based products mm -hmm. are like can be expensive because they're smaller companies. You know, like the big meat meat companies and dairy companies actually have like often in most countries have subsidies from the com the government. So I don't know if that's exactly the same here, but they're often supported by government or they have um, kind of grants to help them. So plant-based food tends to be more expensive because they're smaller and they don't have um, extra su support. Can I jump in too? Yeah, because yeah. Um, with a lot of plant-based products, when the market starts to become interested in plant-based food, they usually import products, yeah. so imported milks and mm. meats. And the tariff, for example, can be insanely high. Mm -hmm. To import uh, plant-based milk into Thailand is 60 to 90% tariff mm. extra. Yeah, I don't know if you've charge. seen like Oatly, which is like, I don't know, maybe the world's most popular oat milk, but it's super expensive here. Whereas in the UK, it's like 40 baht or something for a litre. Mm. But yeah, so the importing as well doesn't help. But but then you go to um, the side of a road and you can get soy milk for eight baht. Yeah. Mm. yeah so I think Super it, affordable. I think it depends, you know, on the kind of, um, the kind of places you go and eat. But I do think that the, the plant-based products don't, don't necessarily help the price point of restaurants right now but also at the same time when you look at whole foods when you look at 
fruits and vegetables and rice and beans um, and grains. They're literally the cheapest foods in the world. So it doesn't have to be expensive. Obviously, it can be. But it definitely doesn't have to be like if you cook for yourself or if you go to more kind of whole food places um, or even like Max said, some of the J food sellers. It can be just like the cheapest food in the world. Um, because when we think about the resources that go into meat and dairy, like all the um, animal feed that has to go to the animals and the water that has to go to the animals, it, it actually is more expensive to produce them in the first place, even though they're on a bigger scale, because the resources that maybe like the, the grains or the corn that could have gone to human consumption directly is now going to the animals and way, way more than the calories you would get from the animal versus the calories you would get from the food if we fed it directly to us. So like, I mean, if you think about it in terms of like economics, it is actually cheaper to just eat the vegetables first. But um, Even if you look at it from uh, say the, the level of protein, if you go to Big C and you buy um, mm, yeah. like a, what was it, 500 gram pack of pork mince, for example, and you look at the protein on that, it would be 10 times cheaper to buy the same amount of protein from soybeans. Mm-hmm. So we d- we actually did a post um, to try and debunk this myth that plant-based food is expensive. And that also you can't get enough protein from plant-based food, which I would like to go into more, but I won't. <laughs> um, yeah, so we, we, we broke it down as in the price in baht per gram of protein. And it was actually, yeah, like 10 times cheaper per gram of protein for beans and like uh, mung beans and soybeans versus uh, pork, uh, beef, um, chicken. Yeah, so it's definitely a, a bit of a misconception depending on where. But, but I think, I think <laughs> you're, you're right where people think plant-based food and they associate it with Beyond Meat or mm-hmm. Oatly or these huge products that are expensive Mm. they are especially if it's compared to like a local market but like joe said if you look at the whole food aspect of plant-based food it's so much more affordable than Mm. people think Mm -hmm. There are also in the last kind of year or two, there's been more local Thai plant based companies coming like launching, uh, which is helping to make it more affordable, more accessible for sure. Yeah, it makes sense. Like 60 percent tariff on (laughs) plant based milk that's brought in, which turned it from 200 to plus 60 percent. It just makes more sense to make it locally. Mm -hmm. Actually, I do have something to add to that Mm. Um, or rather a question. Yeah, because you're saying that there's a lot of Thai companies now that are doing something similar to Beyond Meat. Mm. And so my next question is a lot of these plant based, uh, you know, advocates or even vegan people are talking about animal welfare. Right. Mm -hmm. And so why are these companies producing a product that mimics an animal look sometimes they mm-hmm. even say this burger bleeds, bleeds yeah. like burger, why would yeah. you do that if you really care about the animals mm-hmm. i've also seen um some products here like a whole like soy patty or something in the shape of an entire chicken yeah. i was like whoa that's so weird <laughs> yeah. but i think the the point like the reason that people eat plant-based food is not necessarily because they don't like meat or because they don't like how it looks i think a lot of people love the taste of meat and they love the taste of cheese um but they they want to make a switch to a more sustainable food option and i know even um ethical vegans who like uh, are kind of only interested or mostly interested in the animal welfare aspect they still want a burger that tastes like a burger they just don't want to have to you know um get it from a cow they don't want to have to end the life of an animal to have their their food so i think that and it's the same for sustainability people want to lower the impact of their food but they still want to eat a burger you know they still want something that looks and tastes like the real thing so um yeah i think that's kind of the reason there's a need there's there's a need for it like Mm -hmm. people aren't just gonna go plant-based or vegan overnight 
Mm-hmm. They're just not. Like, that just wouldn't happen. Everyone in the world. But if there are lots of products that sort of help people to, to just swap out a product that they would usually use in a, in a recipe that they've been making weekly for years, like a plant-based mince, that they could just swap it for a, uh, for a, a you know, an animal mince for a plant-based mince. And it's kind of like a so gateway easy. drug, it's you know what I mean? It's like a gateway food to plant-based, <laughs> to plant-based diet. Yeah, <laughs> it's just easy. These foods are easy. You don't, yeah. I think, you don't necessarily need to use them, but I think that if people want that taste and that texture, like, I love it. Mm-hmm. I love that. I, I, I do sort of crave that, that, that original taste that sort of like mostly comes from spice that mm-hmm. that, that mm-hmm. meat has been u- like uh, used to cook with but that same spice can be used in you know like a soy protein burger and or even like tofu taste. and vegetables it's just yeah often these products are incredible like they <laughs> they taste just like the original they the texture is the same we'll have to come back with some burgers and do a taste test oh yes do you please like a blind do. taste test well, I think love so oh we fun. do tons of blind taste oh, tests yeah. here yeah please do yeah we will we'll, oh, we'll get a lot of hate for this but like <laughs> the, the caveat the plant-based caviar that i've had <laughs> It's very good. Really? Max loves yeah. to use the words like caviar and like chicken wings and stuff because yeah, he knows wait. he'll get, get a rise out of some down from people. three because <laughs> they're already like this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad that you mentioned that because I want to ask you guys, how do you deal with haters? People who don't believe I in plant I embrace them. I love you. them. <laughs> I'll let Max answer that one. <laughs> well, without the haters, we'd never grow. Mm. Like we, Otherwise, we just keep saying the same thing in our echo chamber to our to our community and we're saying plant-based food is good and they're saying yeah plant-based food is good plant-based food is good and it just kind of goes around and there's no <laughs> growth but for us the haters are great because the haters start the conversation they mm-hmm. they, they evolve the conversation and into they something. ask the questions as well yeah they're yeah. like well actually no this meat has never that you, know, you can't why do you call it chicken when it's not chicken mm-hmm. have you tried it have you tasted it? Try it. See what you think. Like I w- I've offered, uh, I've even offered to pay for lots of people, Basically. lots of commenters to come and like, I'll meet you at a restaurant. I'll sit you down. Let's just have a meal together. So Max uh, takes them out to dinner. I think it's just. I basically <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, take up his offer. No I, one's taking I, I, I go on dates with haters. <laughs> Right, right. But, you know, I think that, yeah, what Max was saying is, um, you know, reaching outside our echo chamber. Obviously, you get a bunch of haters, but. Max is like so uh, patient at responding to all these comments and quite like level-headedly responding and like with logical. I like there's no way I could sit there and deal and deal with there's, like commenting. When, when I see comments come through and I mm-hmm. turn to Joe and she's also seen the comment, I can literally see the steam <laughs> coming just, out of her it's ears. Just, I can't sit there patiently and respond. So Max responds to every single comment, has a conversation with these people, even if they're being like super intense, mm-hmm. um, and then these posts get outside of our um, page and our group these posts get so much reach and they reach people who may not have seen it before and you also see people who are maybe not interested in plant-based food kind of coming to Max's rescue Mm -hmm. so they're being like wow that person's being really irrational and then they find themselves kind of defending plant-based food Mm -hmm. and then it kind of changes psychological Um, barrier between uh, plant pe- like people who aren't interested in plant-based food or don't know anything about it and then kind yeah. of being opened up to it. If so they come to my rescue and they say, oh, why are you being so mean? It's just food. Yeah. They are so much more open to trying it. Can I, can I like take a little bit of pat on the back? I have 
followed your pages and then I see those comments I don't dare to respond back because mm-hmm. I'm like chicken but I like the ones that like why are you like so mean I'm like I'm gonna like this one I'm gonna like this one like that's awesome. support that's so cool yeah it's cool when you see all of Max's um, comments with all the likes and then all the other ones just like laughing faces yeah <laughs> yeah laughing I find that there's a lot of good people out there but the mm-hmm. good people are the ones that are quiet yeah and the ones that are uh, kind of vocal are the ones who are just like that's nah. what I'm doing yeah. it for like mm. I'm, I'm, I'm doing it because I know that this post that would usually have I don't know 20 30 likes on a on a standard Facebook page if it has 100 200 comments from haters saying why are you using this terminology it's not chicken it's plant-based chicken people are going to get confused Mm. Um, then that reach is going to reach so many more people and Mm. the people that are going to just read that yeah love reading comments just like sitting yes, there yeah. like, mm, popcorn yeah i just sit here and read comments for ages oh, you're describing yeah, it okay. li- little do people realize the haters are actually like helping yeah us i love the, the haters message. so every yeah. time they, we get a comment that they're, they're saying oh this is or not say that otherwise then. we won't get any hate yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah so kind of a how do you call it? Reverse marketing yeah, it is, yeah. strategy <laughs> in a bit. But you're right, the quiet people will probably sit there reading it or even will see the post when they may not have seen it before because it's got a better reach That's and the algorithm has helped it. Like statistics, like factual statistics, mm-hmm. uh, evidential journal studies, uh, just logic. Mm-hmm. Because no Max one can responding large... with like studies and like, like no one can argue with, yeah, with citations logic. on Facebook comments. Yeah, it's great. It takes it. a long time. Yeah, <laughs> I would say it's worth it. So I know that we have. I mean, you guys have a lot of haters, but then sometimes I find that there are people in the vegan community, let's say extremists, who mm-hmm. like if you go to the zoo, you're not a real vegan. You shouldn't even be calling yourselves vegan. So they're kind of attacking their own kind yeah, sometimes. Yeah. Like, what will you say to those people? I think that there's never, there's never, it's never a right thing to kind of like chastise somebody for what they're doing. I think you're never gonna make any change. Like even if you don't agree with people who like go to the zoo or even people who, who eat animal products, like nobody was nobody was born into a world that isn't this one, you know? Like society is the way it is. Like people have grown up doing things that are normal to society, like yeah, like you're never gonna change somebody's mind by saying you're a bad person you or you can never tear someone's cultural heritage and history down from how they've grown up you just can't i think the it, would, only it would make people cement that history and their own opinions more if you're if you if you're aggressive saying that though aggression if for for a lot of influencers and for a lot of youtubers does sometimes help um, it, it's horrible controversy to say, but sometimes yeah, it, yeah but i does. do feel like you know that the the best way to kind of offer solutions is to offer solutions saying like okay you're at the zoo but look at this place this is a sanctuary how cool is this maybe this is a better option or um that steak looks like nice but maybe try the plant-based one it has less of an impact you know i feel like you're never going to get anyone to stop eating steaks by saying that's really bad you're a bad person yeah because nobody like people aren't bad people just because they eat steaks it's just you know how the world is right now yeah so um yeah it's never i don't think it's ever really a good uh a good tactic to it's do not, and it's way. not something that we do no. uh, we always try to focus on like the positive side of of eating more plants like and look how much Im- of an environmental uh, impact you are having a positive environmental impact that you're having if you're eating more plant-based foods mm-hmm. or if you're adopting a more of a plant-based diet mm-hmm. so even just showing like these steps we will congratulate or it's there's no point in sort of tearing anyone down 
ever. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. yeah. I like your passive activism. Yeah, I, yeah. I think that's a, definitely a good way to go about it. Okay, the last question I have for you. Mm-hmm. So, any exciting stuff in the future for Root the Future? Oh, we have, um, actually we have a project launching this afternoon. Yes, yeah, so we have a partnership with uh, One in One True Digital Park. We have like, a month-long plant-based eatable takeover. So, a bunch of the restaurants in the mall are going to have kind of Root the Future menus for an entire month, like vegan dishes available throughout the entire mall. So you can kind of go there and like work your way through all the amazing plant-based food, which is what we're going to be doing you this can evening. Try, you can try <laughs> shrimp, you can try Uh-oh, beef burgers, <laughs> <laughs> all plant-based of course. Uh, but yeah, there's like um, bubble tea places getting involved, restaurants, uh, cafes. So that's a, our next project. Um, and we also have a few other projects at the end of the year. The large festival that we did in 2020, we're hoping to do like this year, but much, much bigger towards the end of the year. Biggest in the world? I think it will be the biggest in the in world. In the world, wow. Oh, yes. okay. yeah. So that's, um, yeah, that's will be November, December or January. <laughs> yeah, around that area. <laughs> to, to be confirmed. Um, yeah, so yeah, and we just had our, a smaller market in Chiang Mai this weekend. So yeah, we're just kind of like running off of that still and, and then obviously we have the, the awards club. as well starting in january the mm-hmm. plant-based food awards which will be open again on the website you can you'll probably see all these little like flyers around the uh, all the vegan restaurants mm-hmm. and uh, restaurants that have plant-based options so you just basically scan that the qr code that you see and then it will just take take you to the awards page and then you just be like well okay the best plant-based burger click on mm-hmm. that and then you just type in where which restaurant you've feel like that is um we're also going to have the running club ongoing it's kind of like a spin-off of the marathon because we made these these uh these shirts these passive activism shirts we want to kind of keep people wearing them and we feel like the the running club is a great way to get people again it's it's i feel like it's another form of passive activism if you're out there getting fit you're kind of saving the planet at the same time because you're raising awareness just by what you're wearing Mm -hmm. and also if you're like if you're plant powered and you're showing people that you're fit and people will kind of maybe take interest in that and yeah, so we're going to do, uh, we'll be launching that um, next week or the week after, depending on how long my legs <laughs> yeah, recover. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so we're just going to kind of encourage people to join the running club. Like, you don't have to wear the shirt, but just getting people together to um, kind of run and get fit and, uh, yeah, raise awareness about well, you can do what change. I do and just stand around wearing it and just, you know, Give out water. And out water. <laughs> yeah. to be here to take so the pictures. I yeah, can't yeah. run. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right, Joanna and Max, thank you so much for your insight into the plant-based world. I really learned a lot. I got a lot of knowledge and I really hope that our viewers got it too. And do check out their website at where again? Rootthefuture.com or Instagram forward slash Root the Future or Facebook forward slash Root the Future or YouTube forward slash Root the Future. <laughs> you got it. Yeah. All the information it. out here and also down below in the comments. All right. Cool. Thank, thank you so much, thanks guys. Thanks for having us. Thanks so much for having us. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye.